All Voice Nation, how's it going? It's Ian Temple, your host. I have a very, very, very special guest here. Uh, his name is Terry Briscoe. He's an award-winning on-camera and voice actor based in the D.C. area. He's a father of three beautiful daughters, congratulations, and a husband of 18 years. In his journey, he's been a singer, a rapper, follow-up questions, and has lent his voice to Paul Masson Brandy, multiple characters in the Dad Bod of Destiny podcast, including everyone's favorite pixie, Thug Filetto, hope I pronounced that right, three audiobooks, Space TV, Breaker's world video game as the character Bach, corporate narration, narration, dubbing, and was the voice of the National MS Society's Pathways to Cures campaign. He's a recipient of the 2022 Inspiration Award from the National MS Society, 2022 Political Pixie Gold Award with an ensemble cast for Proposition 2 in Vermont, officially abolishing slavery in the state constitution, and the 2023 Carol Joy Memorial Scholarship Award. He's also been a supporting actor in four movies and won the 2023 WMIFF Best Supporting Actor in the D.C. area for his role in Lion of Judah Legacy. He aspires to captivate his audiences through voice acting performances that inspire, educate, entertain, giving his clients a true voiceover experience. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. And actually, uh, one more intro from our, our special guest, uh, AI. Hello, Terry. Welcome to the show. We are so glad to have you on. Even though I am taking over our industry, it's wonderful to have somebody like you in person. Thank you very much, AI. We really appreciate that. We appreciate you so much. It's good to be here. Thanks, man. And thank you, sir, AI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so corny. Um, yeah, so uh, awesome. Uh, so wh wh what have you uh, been up to today? Yes, I, I told you. Uh, today's been kind of wild. So I had a, um, had a directed session. And mm. I, I log in. And I had a session yesterday. And I couldn't... Um, record because my apollo and oh nice connect, i got an apollo source connect and me uh, adobe audition weren't playing nice together <laughs> so, oh god so yeah so i had to get that straightened out talked to uncle roy last night he hooked me up and my nice, nice, today. Nice. so <laughs> i had my directed session right. at 11 30 made sure everything was going perfectly i show up at 11 30 no one's there <laughs> I wait oh, till eleven forty-five. No one's there. So I call my agent. She's driving, so she can't pick up the phone. She texts me back a little bit later. I'm like, hey, sitting here in this session, no one's here. Just me. Yeah. Looking, looking at my source connect, watching my levels. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they got in there. They got in there at twelve. So here's the funny thing. So while I was waiting for the client to get on source connect, mm. I got a phone call. And I did an audition like three weeks ago, maybe. And right the guy called me. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. So we need you to record this. And we need to have it by 1.30. So this was already, it was already approaching noon. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so the first client hadn't even come in yet. So we didn't even begin. <laughs> this was a pretty, you know, pretty hefty thing that I had to do today. And so yeah. they got, but long story short, I got out of there at 11, at, at 12.50. You finished with the client. Finished with the first client and jumped on and did the, I'll be the voice of the DC Lottery Powerball. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. That'd be awesome. I love that. Oh, yeah. That's fabulous. 
Um, yeah, great. So um, one of the th things that I really wanted to bring you on to the show to talk about is uh, the presence of AI in the business right now. I mean, it's, you know, I feel like at least some of the emotional heat has kind of rolled back a little bit. But I mean, certainly around summer, like, ev you know, m midsummer, everybody was talking about this. Everyone was super paranoid. I mean, I've, I'm definitely seeing less of those kind of, you know, blue collar voiceover jobs cropping up. Um, actually, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to read you a little excerpt from the Washington Post. Uh, the title, uh, their voices are their livelihood. Now AI could take it away. Advances in AI artificial intelligence have allowed software to recreate voices with eerie precision. Their technology puts voice actors, often nameless professionals, how dare you, at risk in a precarious position. Uh, by Pranchu Verma. Companies clamor to use Rami Michelle Clark's voice, an award-winning vocal artist. Her smooth Irish accent backs ads for Mazda and MasterCard and is the sound of Microsoft's search engine Bing in Ireland. But in January, her sound engineer told Michelle Clark he'd found a voice that sounded uncannily like hers, someplace unexpected, on Revoicer.com, <laughs> credited to a woman named Olivia. For a modest monthly fee, Revoicer customers can access hundreds of different voices and, through an artificial intelligence-backed tool, morph them to say anything, to voice commercials, recite corporate trainings, or narrate books. Revoicer adver advertised Olivia with a photo of a gray-haired woman who appeared to be of Asian descent and a blurb, a deep, calm, and kind voice. Excellent, sick, misspelled, for audiobooks. A 38-year-old brunette, Michelle Clark, looked nothing like Olivia, but when she hit play, she was greeted with the jarring sound of what could only be her own voice. I'm going to do Olivia's voice. Hello, my dear ones. My name is Olivia, it said. I have a soft and caring voice, I do. Um, yeah, that's just me being weird. But, uh, it's completely bizarre, Michelle Clark said in an interview with the Washington Post. When you see your voice has been shifted and tampered with, there's something so invasive about it. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, I just thought I'd read that to provide a little bit of context of, of what we're talking about. Have you um, ever encountered something like this? I've actually actually read that article when it came out. <laughs> okay, right on. So I am familiar with the case. And uh, yeah, she said that she never gave anyone any consent. She never yeah. did any of the, you know, you see those on uh, on um, the pay to plays. You see some of those things. Oh, yeah. They're asking you yeah, to yeah. participate. And a lot of people will do it not knowing that they're literally giving their voices away forever and ever. Yeah. And uh, not getting paid for it. So you're, I mean, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Um, the fear, yeah. the fear that mm. was at the height of the summer was mm. when they changed the terms of service in some of the, in some of the contracts for the pay to play. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You want to delve into this a little more? Yeah. So. I'm not going to mention which one it was because that's not my job, but <laughs> it was it was a, a large pay-to-play, probably the largest. With a, with a short name. Yep. 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 And they <laughs> made their terms point. of service extremely vague, and a streaming service did this well. One that we mm. might do things right now, actually. Mm. <laughs> they did. Uh, yes, that I do recall. <laughs> they did yeah. that as well. So when these companies, larger companies, start making these super vague terms and using terms like we can make derivative works <laughs> of art from it or whatever, and like you're like, hey, no, oh you cannot do any of that. I didn't consent to any of that. And the fact that right. um, you couldn't 
one of the one of the companies you couldn't even opt out before they changed the policy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So they made it so right. that so like retroactively you right, couldn't even be like right. And the word wow. derivative in, in perpetuity, that's a that's fearful stuff for mm. a voice actor because what people may not understand, people are like, well, that's pretty cool because you can audition for jobs all over the world. Yeah, that's mm. true. You can. But at the same time, you're creating conflicts with yourself. Mm-hmm. So your AI voice can book, I don't know, Fanta, right? They book Fanta soda. Right. So that means now that you, you, the actual human being artist, you can't book Coke, Pepsi, Mountain Dew, nothing. Because now you're already in the beverage game, even though it isn't you getting paid for it. Right. Yeah, that's terrifying. Wow. I mean, that's this is your business. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely unconscionable um, that that we having to deal with this stuff. I mean, I remember when AI started to creep in, and like a lot of you know, I think first first thing to go is probably like. Um, what do you call it? Like uh, tele, uh, those like call trees, you know, like building those for English Press One, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, telephony, exactly. Um, I was kind of getting into the industry like towards the end of that being like a, a nice, you know, nice little gig for people to have in between like, you know, bigger gigs. Um, but then, I mean, that's all pretty much gone the way of, uh, of AI. And um, yeah, so um, what... Uh, what do you have you thought about like strategies to kind of like mitigate that or maybe even take advantage of some opportunities? Um, have you ever done the text to speech? Uh, do do you have any? Do, would you would you advise any voice actor ever do a text to speech? Is there like some situation in which you think it's cool or I don't know? What are your thoughts on on, on that? You know, I'm not here to tell anyone what to do with their themselves, their voices. Mm, I can mm-hmm. tell you that I'm never going. Here's the fearful yeah, thing right about on. that. Like, okay, you can do whatever text. And there are people who have licenses to use their own voice. Like, Karen Guilfrey has a license to use her voice. Um, and it's kind of cool because mm. she'll do, like, I think it's weather. So she'll do weather in different. Mm. It's her. You know? So that, wow. And that's kind of cool. Uh-huh. I get that, but she has a license to do that. So if you can, if you can maintain that kind of deal, that's great. Right? Mm. So in other words, she's not in the booth recording all these different things. They just like she's said 10,000 words into a computer and then the computer's kind of making all these customized uh, reports. Is that I believe correct? that it's like, don't quote me because obviously I don't know her business, but I believe that it's something similar to that situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that I kind of wanted to get around to like what might be the upsides. And I think maybe there could be some kind of platform where you kind of could up- upload your your voice and in some aspect of your personality into it. And then, you know, kind of be able to get paid while you're sleeping in the sense that, you know, they could just hire this, I guess, algorithm to like do the, do the copy. And then maybe you come in and punch in here and there. Um, so, you know, that could be, you know, potentially uh, some kind of a win-win thing, at least as far as us voice actors are concerned. Um, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like anybody's going to be, thinking about that unless it's a voice actor and you know but it, it's good that there's i guess some kind of precedent for that maybe being the case but then on the other hand we we do this because we love it we're, we're not doing it to like right yeah you know, really replace yeah. ourselves completely that's that's crazy you know well see the thing is like okay so we market ourselves to different countries right? yeah how great would it be to open up your open up yourself to market to every nation in the world no matter what language right mm, yeah that'd be an awesome opportunity for you in the languages that you don't speak. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
right? Sure. I wouldn't want an English AI voice at all, yeah. ever. Right. But I'm probably never going to learn to speak German. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing some doing some some, some marketing in Germany. <laughs> that yeah. be you know that wouldn't be too bad. But then you're not creating conflicts with yourself that way. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's interesting. So it's hard for I mean, just the structure of different languages. Uh, you know, being so different, I can't imagine that like your impulse to emphasize this word or that word would would translate into a different language. Um, but maybe. I mean, it's a good I don't point. Know. That's yeah. a good point. Have you seen the uh, have you seen the video AI dubbing or dubbing? Where they have, uh, they'll put a different language. They'll sort of record someone doing dubbing, right? Like, mm. or cartoon. Okay. And then they will take that same exact person, put the other language behind it, and the lip flaps are different for the AI. Whoa. It's freaky, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's really freaky. And wow. I also, I know, a, uh, I know a person that made an AI voice just because he's interested in technology so okay yeah all right, let's go for it and man for e-learning and like base level stuff medical narration mm. especially like because you know it's kind of mm. like you don't put a lot of a lot of you don't put a lot of acting into a medical narration because it needs to be technical you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah so like yeah. like technical manuals and that kind of stuff i could absolutely yeah, I mean, I, you think how like how long does it take you to figure out how to say like a fifteen syllable word if something could just go like that that would be a pretty ridiculous competitive advantage, you know, on top of a whole bunch of other ones, you know, not needing to sleep and stuff, but uh, you know, getting those medical words right, you know, if if they could figure out how to do that, scientific, I, I'd almost be like, just take that. I don't even want to do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm never going to do that. I already know I'm. I'm never going to do medical narration. <laughs> and I love narrating things. I love yeah. narrating things. But yeah, medical yeah. narration. Now, I got a script a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I butchered that thing. I butchered so bad, I just oh, I just told my agent, I'm not going to embarrass myself like this. <laughs> that is a funny way. Yeah, I was just doing one for like, it was like um, some, like, uh, it was like for a firearm, which I, it's fine with me, except that it just got so deep into this. I'm just like, oh, I've already invested 10 minutes. Now I have to try to say this. Like, oh. God, you're like reading <laughs> off a ballistics report. <laughs> like, how would any consumer want to this know this? But whatever, I guess that's you know subcultures. Um, that's awesome. So, um, what, um, what? Okay, what do you think are things that are basically unassailable that like AI, at least you know maybe not not in our lifetimes or at least in the next ten years that this is like totally safe. Uh, and why? I think that the things that are that are heavily that heavily rely on acting, on the actual mm. acting, are safe for now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for now, I want to definitely emphasize for now because obviously the technology fast. Um, yeah, but like things like animation, you mm -hmm. know, obviously animation definitely going to be one of the last frontiers. Um, mm. And I was actually listening to the, the your an episode of your podcast the other day. Brent Allen Hagel. Yeah. People, ro robots are not going to be able to do what that man does. <laughs> Is he not. already a robot, though? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, man. <laughs> it's incredible. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. For you to be that well-dressed in the studio doing it like that every day, you got it. <laughs> I, you know, it's like, it's either kind of perfect beard hair, like I've never seen a five o'clock shadow on that man. 
Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's amazing. I, I totally agree. Um, what he does is uh, it's really really special. Uh, if you don't know uh, Brent Allen Hagel, um, he's got great social media stuff, and he pretty much, I think, exclusively does like announcer stuff. I mean, he's you know, Disney's got him on his speed dial, and uh, you know, really really talented, wonderful guy. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of interesting because that is it is like I mean it is. It's not monotone, but it's all in the same pocket. So you would think you would kind of be able to create some kind of an algorithm to say these things. But at the on the other hand, it's like so charged with this like kind of larger than life human emotion. I I totally agree. Like it's it's gonna be a you long have to be time able to feel. You do that. You have to be able to feel the suspense. And does a, does a computer mm-hmm. have comedic timing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, you know, could they do what Joe Cipriano does? Mm. I don't think. So. I don't think. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not anytime soon, but maybe, yeah, maybe off into the future, but not right now. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's you know, well, a lot of other things are going to disappear before that does. I, I totally agree. Um, are there um, other kind of like uh, what what uh, what kind of things are, are you trying to expand into um, this year, next year? Um, what what kind of where would you like to see your career moving um, as far as areas of of, of work? You know, I think, I think like most people that have voices similar to mine, this kind of like trailer and promo is just kind of something that you're like, all right, that's just a natural fit for my sound. So you think yeah. like, yeah, of course you want to get, but of course that's the most competitive thing there is. Earth and voiceover also. It's only but so yeah. many of these spots and everyone wants them. And the guys who have them aren't trying to give them away either. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. You know, but on the, up on the plus side, on the plus side, there is more opportunity in it than it has ever been before because of all the streaming. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, so there is that, even though they're kind of doing the actors dirty <laughs> with the streaming, kind of doing oh the actors God. dirty. But, but you know, hopefully the strike will take care of that and we'll get that. And the work will I still really be there. I really so. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a stagehand as my other career. And, uh, yeah, so it's it's been a lot of, a lot of juggling, a lot of... Uh, a lot of soul searching, a lot of juggling. I really hope they get all this stuff together. It's, it it doesn't doesn't look great though. Um, it doesn't. Have you, the video games are on the horizon as well. Yes, yes, and that that'll be interesting to see how that plays out because I mean I I, I don't know what percentage of video game work is is unionized in the first place, um, but uh, you know it, it seems like a pretty small percentage. I mean it's a long time coming because you know that I'm. Do you remember what year it was that video games became more profitable than Hollywood movies? I don't remember like the exact. I don't remember ago. the exact year, but it's been been a few years. It been was like, yeah, it was like mid two thousands or like yeah. late yeah. yeah twenty like before twenty ten I think. And people I, still sleep on it. Like they still don't think. Like I mean, you and you think it. about how much money the actors actually make off of like like the A list actors that they have in a game like Destiny. Oh my god. Yeah, and the fact that they don't make the amount of money, they don't make the amount of money, they can't like sustain themselves on just that. It's that game sold so many copies and so many upgrades and so many everything, and you can't sustain yourself on that. Like the actors that played in Seinfeld, they never have to work again if they don't want to. No, 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 no. Like, never, never, ever. No. But how much? Who you think's made more money? You think Destiny's made more money? You think Seinfeld made more money? Right. As far as like, not even close. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, actually, uh, the, the one saving grace I will say is that if you are in a video game, because uh, one of my really good friends, she's um, she's a character on Apex Legends. If you get into that circuit of, um, you know, going to like the Comic-Cons, oh, you're there's, in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nuts. I mean, you've got people, you know, pay you $100 to like fucking go die with them in like 10 seconds, you know, playing games with them, like from home or whatever, or doing like... Um, you know what is what does she do like uh personalized like hello messages like some mom like hires her for like their kid's birthday or something oh yeah 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 um yeah. so yeah there there's a lot of opportunity there um i don't know how well distributed that is or you know how that stuff works but that is one way to actually make the amount of money that you know you really should get from just doing the game um yeah i got to tell you one of the coolest things like what you just mentioned one of the coolest things I've gotten was I took uh I took Fanny's class. Fanny Brett took her class. She does. She's in Call of Duty. <laughs> she, oh, okay. She's in Call of Duty, and she sent me and my fire team <laughs> personalized of her character. I think it's Callisto. Um, okay. She sent me personalized digital of her character. And it was like she actually like, signed them and changed the names on them and everything. And I was like, that is so cool. <laughs> Man, it's so cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but awesome. Yeah, I can see how you could get you could make some extra little side stuff, some side money on stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and it's hard because I, 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 I don't know. I, I have such a soft spot in my heart for like doing video games. Like it is, it is kind of my favorite voiceover work to actually do. It's just like such so a. Fun. You know, such a bittersweet so thing to just be like, oh, okay, well, thanks, thanks for that, thanks for giving yeah, you me like twenty characters, like, yep. Uh, and when you, you look know. at the check, you're like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, compared to other work, but you go to a, you go into a, into your booth and knock a commercial out in fifteen minutes, and I mean, you get a check that's you're good for a month, right? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. good for sometimes yeah, for two sure. months. Hey, if, yeah. if it's really a good one, you're good for half a year. Half a year, <laughs> you know quarter I mean? of a year, yeah, yeah, yeah for but sure. But you got to do 16 video games in order to get that kind of money. Yeah, At least non-A-list video games. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Oy, yeah. It's tricky. I really, I really hope that stuff gets sorted. It's hard to imagine by what mechanism it could get sorted. Um, you know, I don't know. But hopefully the um, renegotiation helps. Um Let's see what else. Um, I don't know what what else is something that you'd want to talk about, kind of on this in this vein. I want to talk about how little information that AI actually needs in order to steal your voice. Oh, okay. <laughs> so are you familiar with that? No, 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 no. I would have thought you'd have to do one of these like four-hour text-to-speech things to like for them to actually be able to start approximating anything remotely conversational maybe it depends on the producer of the ai voice but you can literally have your voice stolen in two sentences whoa two sentences absolutely two sentences so they, when you when they're telling like people are telling you that um some people will tell you to put a dry demo on your website yeah they can go on there and absolutely steal your entire voice if you do that. Wow. I would never oh do a dry God. demo. I might send it to a client, like, if, you know, somebody or an agent if they ask for it, but I would never put it on just, just a public. So 
Wow. Now, now would now would you not have a dry demo on you know I, I don't know if you're on the some of the platforms, but like would you not have like your e-learning you know your like cryptocurrency scam invoice? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. I was only on one. On I was only on one pay to play. Okay. Um, and I got shortlisted nearly twenty times on it, and I got zero bookings. Yeah. And at the end of the year, I was like, I'm good on that. <laughs> I'm good that's, on that. Man, I, that's yeah. It's like you're you're just constantly looking at your phone all the time, trying to figure out how you're gonna get all these auditions. And like, and you said you have a second career. I also have a second career as well. My, you know, I run I run a transportation company. Mm, um, cool, cool. Just basically me driving around a bunch of people who need, who are, who injured themselves on the job. That's that's my whole company. That's an important <laughs> but, job. But it pays yeah. the bills, you know what I mean? So Absolutely. Yeah, people are I mean, always going to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, there's, you know, just not that much. You, it's, it's total feast or famine in this thing. It's 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 crazy. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I applaud you, you know. Um, and it's a really important job. I mean, I, I see people get injured all the time. Um, yeah. I wouldn't believe how many teachers. I know this is non-voiceover related, but the amount, the percentage of people who I take that are teachers, it's so much higher than everyone else. That is really why. Is it like issues with students or just like trying to put the book on the shelf? Or? It's mostly issues with students. <sighs> students Yikes. injure teachers a lot. Uh, like on way, purpose. Way more than you think. Wow. And I mean, these people get, they have massive concussions. But like I've taken I've taken people for like six seven years. Oh my god! But anyway, back to the voiceover. Back to- <laughs> and we're back. Um. <laughs> yeah, man, I really, really, really want to get into promo, and I've taken. Mm. I've actually taken um, Fight Club that Brent did at Fight Club uh, at a uh, at the VO Dojo. Okay, um, which is a great a great learning. Um, cool, cool. I've taken Joseph Piano's class, Donovan Cornitz's class, <laughs> Jack Daniels' class. Yeah, I mean those guys nice. are yeah. excellent. Everyone. Yeah, for sure. Excellent. You want to follow in those footsteps, man. You want to make sure you honor that what you learn from them, and uh, not not the easiest genre to do. Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like there's so few spots and I, this is pretty embarrassing, but I, I, I had a misconception about what promo was. I thought that promo was like anything that has like a date and a time associated with it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, uh, you know, Toyota, um, you know, Toyota thon of, of uh, Eastern Hampstead or whatever. I thought that that was promo, but that's still just commercial. Mm-hmm. Promo is just like it's basically just like for at least the way voice voice actors understand like professional voice actors understand that is just like these big tv networks of like next up on uh tnt you know and and uh is that correct is that your understanding as well yes that is most of okay. the work but it doesn't have to be big networks mm, okay that's local networks local networks also need promo got it okay yeah okay um cool so so um yeah, I'm just so how many that that's probably kind of like the worst odds as far as like getting to do it as far as, you know, supply and demand, right? Cuz those jobs are super in demand. Even if it's a small network, they 
the the amount of content they need is like incredibly high. So, you know, they'll they'll keep cutting you checks all day long, right? And they like to keep the same voices also. Right. Yes. So that's Yeah, yeah. It's not like being an offensive lineman either. I mean you can do that for like fifty years. True. Yeah, yeah. you're you're right. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't going to be in the trenches that long, that's for sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you and, and your, since the quality of your voice changes as you get older, mm, yes. you can do different styles of promo that you may not have been able to do when you were younger. You may totally. lose some of that younger work, you know, yeah. but you'll gain some of the older sound. Yeah, and that is interesting how that goes. I mean, um, yeah, like one of my... Uh, uh, I mean, he's just like doing this like announcer thing and he's sort of kind of like getting to the point where it's he's sort of got to sort of do more old stuff. I mean, for me, I was doing I was doing quite a bit of toy commercials and that was great. But I'm like, I think I'm pretty much too old for that. So it is like a weird it's like a weird it, it's being a voice actor. It's like there's a there's an inherent tragedy in all of it is it's just like these times are changing and tastes are changing and and the things that you're able to do are are like constantly in flux and then um you need like demos for so so in in terms of like dry demo um you don't even like a one-off commercial you don't put up on your on your platform as far as um uh just like samples of your work like you pretty much just have like your commercial demo maybe promo demo high energy commercial demo um what I have oh. right now, my website is I have my commercial demo, which obviously has obviously pretty yeah, sound same effects. Same with my e-learning demo. Yeah. Um, oh, that do you have music in the background of the e-learning demo? I do. Interesting. There's okay. music, office sounds, you know, stuff like that. Uh, papers rustling, stuff, just stuff like. That. So it's not completely dry, right? Interesting. But then okay, I do have yeah. the one dry sample from audio from an audio book that I. Do. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Impressive. that's not a very long sample, but it's probably long enough. <laughs> to yeah, be yeah, honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with what they're doing. But people, right. you know, people, if people are, if someone wants to steal your voice, they'll find a way to do it. Right. You know, right. they'll listen yeah. to this podcast and they'll plug it in. <laughs> <and they'll> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least, you know, it's because you've promoted yourself, people know your and if something sounds like it, then they can report to you and you can take steps. You know, so. it's like when you and like they say, you have everyone has a everyone has their own unique voice. Everyone mm-hmm. has their own. I don't know very many people that sound like that. whether right. that's good or bad. I don't know, <laughs> but, but there's not a ton of people that sound like me. Like there's a lot of people that have my voice register. Right, mm-hmm. but yeah. my particular accent, or like the way that I slur a word here or there, and I happen to be incredibly poppy. My <laughs> my vocals are incredibly poppy. I got lots of pop. Oh god, yeah. Been a lot of time you, editing. Do you, what kind of mic do you use? Do you use this uh, 11, uh, what do you call it, the Sennheiser? I use the not the four sixteen. I use the the Sennheiser MKE six hundred. Six hundred. Oh, I never heard of that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's like a baby 416, but it takes Got the it. coolest thing about it is it takes a battery. So if you want to travel with it, you, you don't need any phantom power. That is very cool. That is and very it's a, cool. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly yeah. the It's kind very of mic comparable. It's not, it's not a 416. Don't get me wrong. But it's mm. sound is very comparable. I actually did uh, one of the spots on my demo 
on with the with this and the okay. rest of the Mona Forces team. Okay. Because yeah. we had to redo one spot. Um, and the other one that I used, I just bought the uh, the Road MP1 5th Gen. Okay. And it's amazing. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. It is amazing. Okay. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm using right now. Nice, nice. Very cool. Um, actually, uh, just on the t- subject of mouth clicks, one that's also very near and dear to my heart, um, <laughs> I saw on a thing, and it seems to work really crazy well, is um, Ice Breakers Ice Cubes Peppermint Gum. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll put that yeah, in the back yeah. pocket there. <laughs> Pop one in like before, you know, like chew it for like two minutes and then the mouth clicks are like way gone. And then um, technology stuff. Uh, it's called the Spiff. It's a OEK sound. Uh, it makes something called the Spiff. Um, it's kind of like, um, what do you call it? The um, Ozone um, uh, RX mm-hmm. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a little bit less expensive. Isotope. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting for that one to go on sale. Oh, um, wait till <laughs> at Christmas time. It will be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now I had I I had RX7 and that was great, but I actually switched over to Logic Pro now from uh, Adobe Audition. I miss Adobe Audition. Um, yeah, yeah. Uncle it's, Roy it's... convinced me to change, and I've never looked back. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what is it? Their auto heal function is like amazing. Yes, it's amazing. And I, the spectrometer. I don't do yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, spectrometer for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. So, anything else you want to talk about? Anything exciting that you're uh, working on? Uh, like I said, today I just discovered that voice of DC Powerball. So oh my every god! Every time yeah. the jackpot gets big. Boy, he's gonna get some work. I was, nice. I was very excited about that, and I also went and bought myself a ticket as well. So, oh, yeah. there you go. Why not? Lucky, lucky day. But I tell you man. what, though, even if I did win, I would still do voiceover because yeah. I love it that much. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. I, I think most people who do voiceover feel the same way. I just I buy some crazy ten thousand dollar microphone and just keep rocking. <laughs> you know, get a studio with air conditioning. Where you can't yeah. actually hear it somehow, magically. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh my God. Yeah, this is the dog days of summer. Hopefully, uh, the uh, the weather you guys got cools things down a little bit. Um, and it was ninety seven degrees. Ooh, yeah, it was ninety three. <laughs> and I don't there. know if I don't know where you are, but New York. Yeah. Okay, I'll say humidity in DC. Is Swamp. Yeah. Monstrous. It's monstrous. Because it's literally built on a swamp, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's where the term "drain the swamp" comes from, I think. Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, but he also knows what he's doing. Um, <laughs> um, now what? What's it called? Um, so uh, do you have a lot of? Uh, do you do a lot of client outreach like local in DC? I've just recently started focusing my circle. I'm going from going in to out. Starting in literally my town that I'm in. I'm like a uh, town 20 minutes outside of D.C. Uh-huh. I'm starting in my little town. And I went over even businesses that I can walk to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to work my way out. Feel like it. I love it. My plan now. I went, once I got off of the pay-to-plays, I was like, you know what? It's direct marketing. That's it. Dude, you ever read uh, Dan Kennedy? Oh, I no. haven't. He's one of the godfathers of direct marketing. He's, he's a genius. Um, you know, 
He's a, he's kind of a flawed man, but he's an absolute genius. Um, so I <laughs> couldn't recommend him more. He kind of got me on the like flip the switch for me on direct marketing. Like, what is this like posting on Facebook? Like me, you know, eating an ice cream cone in front of you know. A, a giant rabbit or whatever just being like, i'm building brand it's just like dude stop you're not pepsi like just get an offer deliver it to people build a list you know and communicate with those people i don't know that maybe i, I don't even know if direct marketing means the same thing but i don't know that's that's been a very exciting thing that i discovered this year yeah i think i take a lot from um from mark scott mark you know scott. Okay. mark scott's cool. like yeah, yeah. gotta do all the tentacles of it. You can't just do one thing. Can't just be direct marketing. Can't just be social media. Can't just mm. be pay to play. Um, like do as many of them as you can. Reach out to as many people as you can. Have a quality message to send to them. Yeah. And then if you're good, they'll you'll get work. Yeah. But you got to make sure I, you're consistent in sending it out. And mm-hmm. that part kind of sucks. <laughs> it's it really i mean it's and like all oh shoot i i think we're gonna lose um do you mind uh, if i just send you another invite you from a different okay great 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 let me uh bail out of this real quick thank you very much problem Suspense. Invite. Copy invite link. Go to the thing with the place. Uh, not that one. Yes, that one. Shit up. Shit up. Clap. And we're back yet again. Um, yes. Yeah, so, um, so you're going to places near. I'm just. I'm so excited that you're saying this because I'm. I'm totally with you. And and um, I think it is such a good time to just kind of like start finding your base, just even geographically, and and kind of like reaching out to, um, uh, you know, particularly like smaller local businesses. So so what does that look like? Who are um, some of the businesses that? Um, that you'll reach out to and, and, uh, you know, definitely if you got any success stories, uh, that you feel comfortable sharing, I'd love to hear them. Wild thing about that is, so I think I just started doing it. Um, there has been companies that have reached out to me locally, um, through word of mouth of other actors that I know that I did some on movie stuff. Yeah. So agencies, Mm-hmm. And they're not agencies that sign voice act. They don't have a voice act roster. Right. So when they get some voiceover work, it's like, 
you and five other people. That's what they choose. <laughs> yes. 100%. And I've already booked, I've already booked, I booked my first repeat client. That that's way. amazing. I'm yeah. so glad to hear that. And that's that. literally like, I didn't audition at all. <laughs> just, yeah. they, just, they just called me. I was like, yes, I would love to do that. Corporate, yeah. corporate narration video. Yes. Sign me up for that. <laughs> yes. Nice. No direction. None of that. Just, <laughs> just, 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 here's the script. Bet. Got it. I sent it yep. back to you. Like, would you like this edited or not? <laughs> right. Yeah. But um, what I would really like to do, because these are everywhere, is I would like to do real estate. Mm, yeah. Since the and since the interest rates are going up, uh, houses are being on, are going to stay on the market for longer than they had been previously. Like last year, you no one's going to do that because houses fly <laughs> right 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 right. they're no, selling in two days after they after they post it's just like right, you're, you're right. i finished that. the edits they're like oh it's sold all right sorry buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but i would love to do house narrations like we did but you gotta have say this thing you have to have quality video of the house so unless mm. the unless the real estate agent or the owner is going to do that unless you are a type of person that has drones and can fly in and do it yourself Mm, yep, 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 yep. And I yep. wish I was, but I'm not. <laughs> Which, right. But that would be a pretty cool business. That'd be a pretty cool side hustle. Though. Man, that's really, really interesting. I mean, if you could team up with, because I'm sure there's people with like drones in DC and, you know, whether yeah. you're doing it guerrilla style or. Oh, wait, well, you got to watch it. You, like you don't want to do that in DC. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some, maybe somewhere else. Maybe the suburbs, but you don't want to do that. <laughs> Selling this place the White House. You might find a job. <laughs> that is oh, a great man. point. Um, yep, yeah, yeah. New York is the same, but not remotely on that level. Um, Are you a native? Yeah. What's up? You yeah, a native yeah, New Yorker? Yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. Yeah. What borough? Uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> okay, I see. You. <laughs> oh, we get a lot uh, of speaking of, a lot kind of people of, from New York come down to Howard University here, so yeah, know. yeah, nice, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. It's a great university. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of, do, do what I noticed the uh, the rapper on uh, your thing. Oh, do, do you have any anecdotes about uh, about doing that, or anything you've learned, or uh, still keep with you, or I don't know, just stories or anything? Um. I bet no, no, I'm not a whole lot of that stuff. I can, yeah. you know, <laughs> it was it was something that I did in college. I went to the okay. college in Baltimore. Um, cool. And I met a, a a group of guys there. Um, fantastic, talented guys. Nice, unbelievably talented guys. The the group was such had such diverse talent. Like mm. it was kind of fun because I was the newest rapper in the group. Like mm. as far as like had been doing, I, I wrote poetry. I used to sing when I was in high school and stuff. Yeah. Never actually attempted to do hip hop until I went to like actually got to college. So mm-hmm. it just wasn't I just picked up a pen and I was like, all right, I'm gonna write a song now. <laughs> and then I started <laughs> and I was like, eh. So I kind of like how I sound, you know. I was like, eh, Method Man was really in at the time. Love so Method like, Man. I you tagged me actually. Yeah, all, all, all in good fun. Yeah, yeah. Dope. <laughs> dope. Um so I was like I kinda kinda had that kind of same gravel in the voice that he does and like, yeah, oh, yeah okay. okay i don't right now don't don't get me right in pattern my rap style after because he was very his very much his own kind yeah. of guy like his no one can do it like i like i yeah, yeah. and did it how i do how i do it. um and i had experience writing poetry so 
just going, just going, changing from that into talking about my life experience was easy for me. Right, right. Oh, very that's easy. very cool. So we used to Do open you... up shows. So we just basically did like local Baltimore stuff, and um, but we did one really cool thing. We, oh man, we took a Greyhound trip through the U.S. to go to South Dakota. We went to wow. a little university called Dakota State University, and we did okay. the very first hip hop show ever. So that was really, that's a really, I still have like my little, my little sweatpants from the cover that I bought from the college bookstore. <laughs> and yes, I can still fit them in. I can still nice. fit them. <laughs> that's yeah, amazing. Was what was, that was fun. What, what was the impact on the, on the crowd? You know, you can see, sometimes we see a crowd that doesn't really understand what they're seeing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they didn't really, you know, I mean, <laughs> it was the people who got it, loved it. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, you know, that's the it's, best, it's a small though, university, right? and you know, it's in Doug, it's in South Dakota, and this was twenty five. Well, hell, man, oh, whew, long time ago now. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but the people that were involved, man, we had great crowd, great crowd participation for people that involved, and there were eight of us in the group, right? So mm. I literally, when I literally before it was my turn to get on, I'm in the crowd partying. Wow, to my group. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was like it was like really fun. I tell you what was really kind of. We were in this really small town, and we we're walking down the street, and you know, yeah. not a, not a lot of the darker persuasion there. Yes. <laughs> like people actually knew what hotel we were staying at. Okay, wait, wait, and what do you what do you mean? Just because I don't know how they know. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Just, said, yes. They just did. <laughs> so, <laughs> that that put you on a little bit of an edge there. Yeah, <laughs> but no kidding. Everything turned out awesome. Everything mm. turned out awesome. So let me say that it was a wonderful, yeah, yeah. wonderful time. I, I really yeah. totally different from doing a show in Baltimore. I'll tell you that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, that how I can tell you that New York audiences are like. They're they're rough. I I mean, not rough in terms of like violent. I mean, sometimes sure, They've whatever. They've seen but, it all, <laughs> but they're just really tough crowds. I mean, like when you're performing, like I I perform ACDC. Uh, I'm in a tribute band, and uh, and I've performed like all over the world. I mean, like I've just had this experience with New York crowds where where you perform and like everybody in the audience is like arms crossed, like kind of tapping their foot maybe a little bit, and you just think like, oh man, like. I tried. I don't know what happened there. But then they're like, oh, yeah, that was great. That was really cool. And then I've had the experience of going usually farther south and I'll do a show and people are like losing their minds, like shirts off, like over the head. And then, um, you know, and then I'll go talk to them afterwards and be like, how was the show? And they're like, oh, 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 yeah, it was pretty good. You know, oh, this guy's playing. Let me rip my shirt off again. Like, (laughs) it's like, well, what's the saying? You could make it in New York. You could make it anywhere, right? Because yeah, you're not yeah, going right. to get. They, I mean, everybody New York has seen it all. They would behave that way for ACDC. Right. <laughs> yeah. Totally. How it is, man. Oh, and the New way, Yorkers the are hard they, to impress, man. Yeah. 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 That's really true. And the way they structure the ticket sales, I mean, it's just so much. What like in Europe, it's just it's all general admission. So the people in the front are the people who got there seven hours early and have just been like waiting in line, and then you know, so they're they're ready to just lose their minds, like. You know, in New York, it's like the front of the house. They didn't even buy the. T- it's just like J.P. Morgan <laughs> Chase bought them all and gave them to like some guy in a three-piece suit who's maybe heard of the band and is like taking out his secretary or something. Like, yeah, you know, it just creates a very different 
you know, kind of shoulders crossed vibe, um, at least on that bigger end. Uh, do, do you still do any like uh, live musical performance? No. Left okay. that life behind a long time ago. Nice. <laughs> like, you know, people don't, unless you were already someone they liked, no one wants to see a 40 plus year old rapper. Yeah, <laughs> it's I guess not so. a new one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, like I said, again, Method Man, Red Man, Wu Tang Clan, of course you want to yeah. see those guys. You know, Rocky, yeah, 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 of yeah. course, with the yeah. roots, of course you want to see yeah. those guys. But yeah. you knew them already. You're not going to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to take on a new, a new 40 year old guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you do direct marketing, though. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Which brings us back. Um, yeah. So, man, that is so cool. I'm just, I'm just so excited to hear you, um, kind of talk about this. Like, just kind of really taking it down local, and and it's, it's, isn't it? Wasn't it kind of amazing to you, like how much people were like receptive to like hearing you your pitch, almost like just because you're like the guy next door who also has like other more kind of international you know, clientele prestige to offer. Did, did that strike you as kind of amazing, like how many people are into it just based on geography? You know, um, I live in a pretty friendly, lack of a better term, area. Okay. So yeah. people are more likely to actually hear you out. Mm. The thing is that most people don't realize that there is work for them to offer. Yeah. They don't think about it. Like they don't, they just hire some company to do learning. Or their, or their phone systems, like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. They, they just don't think about, like, real estate agents don't think about having people voice their videos, their walkthroughs. Right. Yeah. But you, it's up to you to put it in their minds that they could use you as an artist. And then once they realize, like, oh, this guy's right here. And yeah. I could literally, he could walk down here right now and deliver it to us if, if we need to. You A know? thousand percent. But, yeah. and, but, the, but the thing you're going to encounter with that is they don't voice over pricing. Uh-huh. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And to the untrained ear and eye, you're, it, 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 it looks expensive. Mm. It looks expensive. But that's only when you start doing things like, you know, terms. I've had to definitely turn down. Like, I've had to turn down people that I work with that pay excellent rates for one area of voiceover, mm. but didn't understand that that's different in another area of voiceover. Like, radio doesn't pay the same as television. Right. You know, books. Audio books don't pay the commercials. Yeah. Right? So you want to give me a, a, you know, a book rate on doing a commercial? I'm like, that's not going to work. Like, you can't, you can't do that. Right. There's no, there's no buyout like that. You will buy out something on a commercial where you could just use it forever. You're talking thousands of dollars. Yeah. Not hundreds. Yeah. yeah. Um, Educating so- the clients a little. It's a little touch and go. For sure. Um, what what uh, what kind of tools do you have in your toolkit for that? I mean, do you pretty much just show them the rate card and they're like, well, this is what it is? Do you kind of break down the like, um, I don't know, do you, do you uh, like what goes into that? If you're if you're, you know, let's say you approach like some client and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we want to do these local radio ads. And like, that's great. And you're like, great. OK, so here's my rates. And they're like, Ugh. what what uh, I don't know, what what strategies do you employ or what are your attitudes about how to kind of get to a yes? I use the, I, I generally go with showing the GVAA rate guide. That's GVAA. My, okay. The Very Global good. Voice Actor Academy. Got so it. there's that okay. one and there's the gravy for the brain one. Um, that's what most people, what most people. Um, that'll get you, because that, that has non, non-broadcast non and broadcast. It breaks it down into you mm. know, how long the commercial is and 
how long they're going to be airing, what they're going to be airing, you know, stuff like that. But there are there are other areas which, like, how do you rate if you hired someone to do your podcast intro? How did you go about deciding how much that's worth? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like I did an industrial podcast intro. Mm. Yeah, like three hundred bucks buyout, and I was like, sold. <laughs> like, yeah, not, no, totally. I mean, yeah, it's not that's... like the intro to the Joe Rogan podcast. It's <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I think, which I think is done by AI, come to think of it. Ooh. <laughs> right? The Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> it does uh. sound like it. It does It does sound like it. You're right. <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, for a podcast intro, the 300 bucks is, that's about as good as I've heard of. I mean, um, you're not going to get, you know, you're not going to get thousands of dollars to do a podcast intro for a podcast that has 100 subscribers. <laughs> you're not yeah, going to yeah. get that. Which is, there's nothing wrong with taking that. Mm-hmm. You put it on your resume, right. you get a paycheck, and you go home. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, and that, I, that is kind of really, I think, a, a big thing to think about is that, that the, you know, when, you, when it comes down to pricing and everything, it's not, it's not just about you. It really is about the voiceover community. I mean, Definitely. you know, I, I – um, so one, one of the other things that I do is I teach singing particularly like the hard rock style – and, uh, you know, it used to kind of bother me that, like, my teacher is, like, almost completely unaffordable now. But now it's like, no, that's great. <laughs> like, I can just be like, well, you know, if you don't want to work with me, you can work with my teacher. And then I show them his price. <laughs> and they're like, okay, fine. I'll s- your price sounds pretty good now. That's sneaky good you know? right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like so, that. <laughs> yeah. So, there, you know, it, it really is about, you know, it it, it is – you kind of doing something that seems like you're being self-interested. It's actually for the good of the good of our community to, to be able to negotiate well and get those top rates. And the better we are able to kind of close and do all this stuff, then the less leverage these kind of, um, you know, kind of peripheral industry uh, companies have over us, you know, like, you know, if everybody was, was doing what, what Terry was doing, there's no way that, you know, some of these bigger, platforms that we're all thinking of in our heads um would be able to you know charge these exorbitant rates and um you know uh have these crazy terms where you 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 sign your soul away for you know 50 bucks or whatever um so that's you know something i'd like to leave our listeners with but there are people that are doing that they are Mm -hmm. accepting those terms and doing so of course everyone has the right to run their business the way they want to run their business yeah. Far be it for me to tell you any other way. However, understand that toothpaste is out the tube. <laughs> <laughs> Not going back in. <laughs> you do a five hundred job for fifty dollars, they're never gonna pay you five hundred dollars ever. No matter how good you get or how known you get, you'll be known as a person that does fifty dollar jobs for five uh, five hundred dollar jobs for fifty dollars. That's who you will be. Yep. Exactly. Yeah um great um can you think of anything else i guess we're getting close to uh the hour mark dinner time now yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was a no i think that as far as like the ai conversation yeah um i mean it can be a tool obviously it can be a tool for different things besides like right like chat gtp no you want to want to base outline email type it in Look at what it is. It's like, all right, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't like that. Make it personalized. You know, it is a, it's a, uh, it's a tool. 
Mm-hmm. Cool. Just when you start stealing people's art, that's when it's a problem. Right. That's when it becomes a big problem. And we've already seen that happen when it comes to things like when they were doing the AI drawings and everyone was going through it and do it. And I, before I even knew that they were stealing from the artists, I did one myself. Mm. So I got the little 20 pack or whatever. And I, didn't want, well, I look like one of the characters from the Avatar. And I look like, you know, an astronaut. I was like, oh, it's me as a cartoon astronaut. Wow. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut in a cartoon. <laughs> I get to be both. Yeah. But knowing that there's some artists out there who sold, they sold their art style from right. and just and put it into a machine and spit out something like that. Uh, it was grimy, man. It was grimy. Yeah, real grimy. I yeah. just, you know, I, 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 here's, a, here's something that's just, it, this isn't really advice. It's just weird. Is It's like when I was a kid, like I thought that all the, the kind of the robots taking over the jobs is going to be all like ditch digging and, you know, electrical work and in basic plumbing and stuff. But like those jobs are all fine. It's, it's all the arts. Like I thought we were all going to be like, you know, well, all right, the robots are doing the main stuff. Like I'll just play guitar all the time. And, you know, but it's just get ready to say when you, when you show up one day and there's a, there's a robot playing a guitar, just pack it up. It's over. (laughs) It's, It's over. Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, the guitar, like the keyboard is, you know, we, we, we crossed that threshold in like the, uh, you know, oh, long the time ago. 1870s, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> With the uh, player pianos. <laughs> but there is something about the guitar and even more so about the human voice where there's, there's an infinite amount of points between, you know, just a half step of notes. Um, the voice is like that. And the guitar, you can bend the string and create all these little kind of like... Uh, things and there there is no synthesizer that can play a guitar yet and there still is no no thing that can really replace uh human beings that being said it's important to understand the technology out there and how you can leverage it uh for your career and uh you know and and to make great art you know um that's it uh, anything else you want to uh drop to the audience advice nope i think you just nailed it with that that's exactly how i feel about it yeah all right. Fabulous. Man, T- Terry, thank you so much. It's been so much fun talking to you. really can't thank you enough for coming on the show. And I'd love to have you back sometime. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me.